50 episodes, like 50 episodes! Woohoo! Oh, it's party time! Oh, yeah, the fizz <laughs> Oh, my, my, my party popper's a fizzer, mate. My popper didn't work. Oh, I'm just go. gonna leave that as a loaded gun pointed at CJ. I can't blow. Ooh. Oh, I need hang on, wait, wait. wait. Oh. <laughs> Look how far we've come, my baby. We might have took a long way. When did we release our first episode? Do you got I could probably very I, easily scroll back and have a look. But, I think um, it was the fifth or fourth of May, twenty 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 one? Twenty twenty one, yeah. May 21. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So we've come. Yeah. yeah. That's all right. So we've done uh, yeah. a couple, couple of years. 2021? 20. We've lost a member. We've lost a. We're we we down a man. Yeah. We miss you, Mickey. Yeah. yeah he's not, he's not, he reckons he's coming back, but he's not. Yeah. You're dead nah. to us, mate, as well. Nah. We miss you, but you're dead to us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yep. So we thought we talked uh, all things 50, uh, being our 50, 50th episode. My 50th yeah. birthday was a hoot. I yeah. liked like turning 50, that was pretty cool. Yeah. Your 50th episode was killer. Cool. Uh, yeah. Episode. Good first day. <laughs> <laughs> Your year episode was, uh, was cool. Yeah. Mm. You're definitely a, uh, a 50 year old to aspire to. Oh, thanks, man. Agreed. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. Very young 50. If I, yeah. I want yeah. both how you look at it. Well, I reckon also working around young people. Um, is a, is, a, is a bonus, keeps yeah. you young, you know? Mm. Keeping fit, I reckon, keeps you young. Yeah, I've got a lot of um, mates that I hang out with uh, from your footy days and uni days, and they're all fit, still training. Yeah. And I reckon they even look younger than, than 51. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you reckon when you look at your old man when you were younger, do you reckon they were a lot older at 50? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Well, it's like the saying goes, 50s or 40s. Oh, 50s and you 40 yeah, or yeah. 60s and you 50 or something like that. Yeah. Well, yeah I, I just wonder whether it was just because we were real young. Yeah. You know, you're young, you're 10 years old, your dad's 40 or 50, you think, oh man. Yeah. He's real old. Maybe that's what my kids are thinking. Yeah. But I don't know. Maybe mm. maybe we're, maybe 50 is the new 40. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you look back at the days of Captain Cook and that, and they only lived to be like 30 or 40. So I guess <laughs> yeah. it's kind of progressing as a yeah. species, we're evolving and yeah. learning yeah. more about how to uh, like have good health. And yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. over the over the course of our 50 episodes, is there anything you blokes have learnt, taken on board, or done differently? Man, I've learnt heaps from you blokes because I've always been, for our listeners, like we've never sort of scripted what we're going to talk about in a controlled way before we come in and do an episode. So we'll decide on a topic. But how we do it is we all go away and we're not sort of dividing up beforehand and going, all right, Rue, you look at this part of it. CJ, you look at this. Mickey Mack when he was in and then me. We all just go away and do our own research. And it's always blown my mind how we'll take a topic, whatever it is. And to me, it's like, oh, this is the way you would tackle this topic. And I'll look into one thing. And you guys come with completely different shit and it's so interesting so I've always found that everything we've done I've learnt heaps off you guys and it's really rounded off um, topics for me yeah isn't it so like you'll just come in and blow my mind but she'll be like fuck I didn't even think about that like and just we all kind of because our brains must just work in different ways and we're probably using different uh, like research platforms and like different methods and stuff like that yeah Yeah. and it's been really cool because we've never had to um sort of break up how we're going to do it we're not worried that we're all going to come in with the same yeah. shit because we all come in with a different angle or yeah. a different take or whatever and then it's like the ultimate way to it's like having a study group but just chatting with your mates yeah 
Oh, I totally agree, mate. Whether it's like uh, political or social or sciencey or whatever, like it's yeah. just it's um, we all come in with from different cool. angles, different yeah. I don't know, different backgrounds, different values and ideas. Yeah. Yeah. I don't reckon there's been a single podcast where I haven't walked away going, oh, that was pretty cool. I yeah. really learned something there. Yeah. From, yeah, it, from it, it is funny that every every episode we've done, we, we come with different things. Yeah. To the same topic. Yep. Yeah. And just organically, really. Yeah. We never really, we yeah, never really, never really planned nah. it. Which yeah. is handy because we're all busy and lazy, so <laughs> yeah. we, haven't, we haven't got time to <laughs> break up anyway. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's the way it needed to be and that's the way it worked out. Yeah. I don't it's know if it's on the spot, but any any specifics of things you've taken away? Oh, mate, heaps. Um, I reckon for you, cold water. Yeah, the cold water. Take, and even the, guess. even the um, hot therapy, the heat therapy. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. hot and cold. Uh, mm. Practicing now that, um, the cold water immersion every day now. Yeah. Um, supplementation, I've got a lot from that from Smitty about um, supplementation to help with sleep and yeah. um, stuff like that. Yeah, so that was, a, that was a really sleep, good one, the, the sleep, sleep habits. Mm. Yeah. That has helped me. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely, and, and I mean, you know, we're not up to millions of viewers and or listeners or whatever. But from a selfish perspective, this podcast has just helped me learn a mm. lot of things that I've adopted in my mm. health and wellness um, regime journey. Um, journey. <laughs> well, that's really what we um, set out to do, wasn't it? Yeah. Like I remember the very earliest stages of um, talking about this, and we really just wanted to chat about stuff that can help people. Yeah, and you know, in the process, has helped us. Yeah. Well, I guess that was the origin of the whole cool, podcast, wasn't it? We were kind of all on an alternative mindset at the time. Mm. We had that larger goal, though, didn't we, which seems to have gone, has uh, sort of paled into insignificance a little bit. We had that larger goal of like a, a men's retreat, similar yeah. to what um, Pete Evans does over yeah, there yeah. In, um, in northern New South Wales, wherever he is. Mm. Bring um, a few people together, yeah. get some experts in, talk, you know, have yeah. a... Yeah. Yeah. That was our big goal, wasn't it? And this was sort of like the launch pad for that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and I guess what we've learned from this and, and from our research for these episodes could put us in, the, in good stead for conducting something like that. Absolutely. Like yeah. a, a retreat of oh, yeah. some sort. Yeah. 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 It's one of those field of dreams moments, isn't it? I think if, if you build it, they will come. Yeah. You know, exactly. Maybe, maybe I mean, we haven't just... taken any steps towards doing no. it. So it's not like we it's haven't. been a big failure. Yeah. We just haven't. Uh, yeah. Haven't maybe you've just got yeah. to take the leap. I think you've just got to take yeah. the leap. Yeah. 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 Do it. Yeah. You know, get some things sorted. Yeah. Mickey McConnell could be, you know, chief psychologist. Yeah. Um, yeah. Around yeah. the campfire, you could run a little campfire. Yeah. Session. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. 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 You could have, um, so like getting meditation people, yeah. massage people. Yeah. You could even do some, some sort of like introductory workout or something. Yeah. Something different, like, I don't know, a kettlebell session that not many people would do or, yeah. I don't know, just anything that. Yeah. Some cold water, some heat. Some cold water immersion, some yeah. heat therapy, like having. Absolutely. You know, yeah. be, the cold water therapy would be cool. I mean, that yeah. gets a lot of people um, invigorated cool. and. Well, having having a look back at the three of listens, the three most popular episodes we did, fasting was number one, mm-hmm. uh, cold water number two, vitamin D number three. Is that right? A- apart yeah. from the initial introductions and the very first one we did on ancestral health, yeah. which going back to the origin story of the Modern Ancestral Man podcast was we were basing our health decisions on ancestral living and and cavemen and you know (laughs) that kind of uh, evolutionary science based around what we did as a species to evolve to be the most 
Should I say predatorial? Is that the wrong word? Yeah, the, or most the most efficient. Yeah, um, uh, the, well, the most dom- dominant species on the yeah, planet. Yeah. You don't get that way by sitting down in the cave doing nothing. Yeah. So that was kind of what we we're based on. Yeah, and that's still a good basis, I reckon, to, to, to center ourselves around. Yeah, because yeah. I, I think we have sort of deviated a little bit off yeah. that track, yeah. which is cool because. Um, you know, a lot of people were sort of saying that our episodes were a bit negative and a bit, yeah, like, yeah. bit downing, yeah. bit downer. But um, I just thought we were bringing facts to the table and yeah. we were researching facts. And you know, you can look at something as a downer or an upper, depending on your on your perspective. But um, we have yeah. deterred a little bit away from that primary mm. focus we had, which is cool. We're talking yeah. a lot more about everyday issues, yeah, and yep. modern topics. But that was good. It. Modern, modern people are interested. Man. That's, yeah, that's, people are interested in those sort of things. Mm, that's I think a lot have. of it um, ties into uh, health and wellness as well. Like we're seeing, you know, we're doing like a bit more of a um, social or political commentary at times in some of our episodes. But some of it does tie into like people's access to um, certain products, um, health products, uh, for example. Like you know, there's the new uh, lot changes to the. What supplement laws in Australia? So it's sort of something I'm not sure if we've touched on that in the past, but yeah. we'll, we'll, that would be a really um, good one to do. Yeah, because that that could be it's coming up and it is in yeah. and it's going to be uh, from the 30th of November. So um, it's going to be a lot harder to get um, natural supplements. Mm. So so I guess sometimes there is uh, some crossover where like we're sort of talking about um, social or political things, but they potentially impact uh, on our health. Yeah. I guess one of the big ones was what, what we spoke about our uh, opinion on vaccine mandates and that's obviously got a big thing to do with health and mm. I think in the fullness of time and even now we've sort of been vindicated a bit where we've been shown that yeah probably that is the case like yeah not really any health benefits to <laughs> hey Chewy's here Chewy <laughs> sorry guys I had to get hey, Grace, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so I guess there's always a crossover mm. And um, sometimes it probably sounds like we're a little bit negative when we talk about that stuff, but it really is just a commentary of what's happening in the world. So, yeah. um, well, I was thinking about the yeah the the, the, co- the comment about the comments about negativity. Uh, I, I don't know if it was negative negative. It was all uh, it being centered around making some better life decisions. Yeah, maybe. And some yeah. of those are maybe hard to do. A lot of. You know that we talked a lot about seed oils and things like that uh, yeah. in relation to health and getting rid of those and a lot of the changes that you'd need to make they're not huge but they take a bit of effort right mm. so maybe that was oh it's it's all too hard yeah and you, you put it all in yeah. in the all too hard basket yeah kind of, uh, maybe i won't yeah and i guess for, for people like us those little changes aren't hard no because we can see the benefit for it and because we're so We've focused on our own personal health and well-being we yeah. don't we don't find those things challenging to, yeah. to introduce yeah yeah i guess the and tying back into overall health what surprised me was <coughs> our fourth highest downloaded episode was the men's mental health one yeah mm. right yeah um, yep. not that i didn't think that that was a big a big issue or anything but definitely um surprised me a little bit because you know what men are like with mental health they're kind of like ah, yeah don't worry about it yeah. but Maybe that was a very safe way for men to access it like they don't have to physically yeah. reach out to anyone or talk to anyone they could just watch a, oh sorry listen to a little sneaky podcast on the down though and yeah. maybe get a few uh, little tips that might help them so yeah yeah, yeah. There's, yeah. A, there's a website i follow called blokes advice i don't know if you've seen oh, that one know. but it's just uh it's just a pretty much a facebook group that a lot of men get on and talk about 
you know, ask other blokes for advice on plumbing, cars, oh, yeah. women, oh, yeah. just anything. Um, anything. Yeah. And then people respond and right. you know, like a forum sort of thing. Or, yeah, yeah, it's quite it's quite a good little one that, um, and I think blokes need that. They need yeah, that yeah. kind of thing, you know. Yeah. And this podcast does that as well. And, and like you say, it, it is podcasts are a very good way to get that message across where you don't have to ask anyone. You can listen to yeah. Yeah. three blokes talk about it and go, okay, I can look at this, this, and this. Uh, and, and, have, and that was probably one of the things we wanted to do from our podcast was have, at the end of the episode, a couple of takeaways that people could go and do, you know, vitamin D, get a little bit more sun. You yeah. Know? So, yeah. I yeah, think, a podcast uh, where you can have something to take away is, yeah. is, is a good one, yeah. I reckon. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's, it's, that's a good point you say, CJ, about the, you know, the men's advice stuff and Facebook pages and stuff. And I find myself really, really lucky that I've got a group of friends in, in different circles that we are quite comfortable in talking about yeah. personal shit to each other, yeah. which is mm. quite unusual for blokes. It is. Yeah. Um, and I, I've just caught up with my uni buddies a couple of weekends ago and we um, over a few beers were talking about stuff and one of the boys said, look, how many times would men get around and be able to talk about what we're talking about? And it didn't really occur to me until he said it. Mm. And it's so true that, you know, if you haven't got that real close network of, of close mates that you can talk about, your, you know, what's going on in your family or, yeah. or, or anything, you know, or even your personal life that's quite dear and, and you know it's not going to go any further, yeah. it's priceless, eh? Absolutely. So I don't yeah. feel the need I have to go to a Facebook page or anything like that mm. because I've got... And, and that I'm not... Yeah. I'm not um, uh, sort of putting down the, the importance oh, yeah, of those yeah. things because they've got their place as they well. They definitely do. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, having a close network of mates that you can talk yeah. to is, uh, is far, yeah. far superior. Oh, absolutely. But, yeah, this, this website, a lot of people don't have a lot of people yeah. like that. Yeah, exactly. And, and it is a That's great element for them. Yeah. yeah. But like you say, mm. it's good to have close mates. Sometimes I go to my mates and I'll come home and my wife will say, what'd you talk about? <laughs> <laughs> Your mate's moving house. When's he moving in? Oh, I didn't ask about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they're, they're getting... So-and-so's getting married. What are their plans? How are their plans going? Oh, I don't know. We talk footy. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. was it, oh. you know? So it's also good to have that yeah. where you can just talk a bit of shit. Talking shit. And, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's always the case. So you go out with the boys and, and the missus the next day says, oh, so what's so-and-so doing? How's the family? What's his wife yep. doing? Oh, oh, I don't know. I didn't talk about the kids. <laughs> I'll have to text him. <laughs> yeah. You talk about me? No. <laughs> <laughs> said that it's all footy. No. Yeah. 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 Speaking of footy, when we're uh, looking at um, number 50, just going off track, and also actually talking about our um, podcast, one thing I thought about was um, we've never done our own personal introductions on each episode. And I, I do recall a comment by, um, I think it might have been a, a regular listener of ours, Cara, my friend from high school. She said she doesn't know who's who. Oh, yeah. And I listened to a podcast the other day, and I think it might have been three dudes, and they went, Hi, I'm Dave. Hi, I'm Matt. G'day, I'm Chris. And we're the so and so podcast, and I thought maybe that's something that we could do. Oh, yeah. To yeah, introduce yeah. ourselves. Right. Because, you know, I'm Dave. You know, I'm, so you can I'm put Chris. a name to the voice. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so you. Matt, Smithy. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. you can put a, a name to that person yeah, yeah, who's gotcha. speaking, and that yeah. might. Might be a bit more resonating for people, make a bit more of a connection. Yeah, maybe yeah. we should try that going forward. Yeah, it's not a bad idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, who's Rooster? 
Who's CJ? Yeah. <laughs> Who's me? But I'm happy to go by multiple names. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm happy to go with the alias, the like aliases. I think yeah, yeah. that's good. CJ, yeah, that's, yeah. Brewster, and or Smitty. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought mm. try that maybe. Yeah. Mm. But it's been it's been fun. I've yeah. enjoyed it. It has. Yeah. So uh, off the cuff, do you have a favourite episode? You guys, favourite topic that we've that we've discussed? The one that sticks out in your mind, or? Um, maybe it comes through in those various ones that were the in the top sort of five that we've done but yeah the fasting one was really good i'd really love to do a follow-up to that one yeah i'm disappointed that um i think it was really good but it was the second podcast we'd ever done that's right yeah and i uh, was still very new at it yeah and we're probably still very new at it but i think uh if we did that again we could do a much better job of putting across uh sort of like Pertinent, <laughs> pertinent information. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, I think we good could point. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. We're always obviously improving. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Um, I, I, like, I like a lot of the fitness ones. I like the blood flow restriction one. That was interesting. That yeah, was just, very just interesting. Some, some different stuff yeah. that's not sort of super mainstream. My neighbour uh, bought some. Oh yeah. Proper BFR bands yeah. yesterday. Oh, showed yeah. me. Um, so ones like, that kind of ones that up. actually auto inflate and measure your restriction yeah, and they cycle on and off and yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah you bought them over my house yesterday yeah, right. they're pretty cool yeah 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 because yeah. yeah, I mean they're they're designed to have that 30 second up 30 second yeah. down refill I think he said they run the like a 30 control. minute cycle or something like that yeah. and they'll cycle different levels of pressure and yeah. you know they tailor it for you and all that sort of stuff yeah cool um, yeah pretty cool so these yeah. ones actually had um, each band two arms two legs actually had an inbuilt pump in each one. Oh yeah um, and then they actually run by bluetooth these ones so there's no wow. uh, tubes going back to a central pump you actually yeah. run it um, off an app on your phone yeah um, so you decide and you can just get them to hold a certain level of occlusion if you want. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, pretty, pretty. Yeah. Wow, that's pretty high tech. Pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, pretty inexpensive. You got them from a place in Australia for less than five hundred bucks, which um, for that level of yeah, sort of. Yeah, I was going to say because be, the Katsu be ones, which are like supposedly the top level ones, the ones made in Japan, they're about twelve hundred bucks Aussie, I think. So um, is that right? Yeah, if you want to get legit Katsu, the Katsu ones, you can swim with and do a lot of stuff. Um, oh, but yeah. they're very yeah. high end. Yeah, uh, and they're non-Bluetooth, which a lot of people prefer because <coughs> if you're worried about yeah, EMF. EMF or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, little tangent there, but yeah, I was yeah. pretty yeah. pretty interested to see that. Yeah, so. I like the um, the supplementation episode. I thought that was good. I got a lot out of the sleep one. Um, mm. the, as we said, the cold water immersion was a um, a very uh, sort of life changing, practice changing yeah. one for me. But I like the social media one. I like the politics one. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I also also comes to mind the uh, the nuclear energy one I quite enjoyed oh, that yeah. I that thought was, that yeah. was really interesting I learned a lot yes. from that Yeah, that's a fascinating topic it is yeah. hey yeah. Um, yeah. one that's trying to gain momentum but it's hitting so many roadblocks with politicians mm. that are using fear factor and yeah. you know that's to true. not go ahead with it you know yeah, yeah. they'd rather spend millions of dollars on this renewable shit yeah. that's going to last a short amount of time and pollute yeah. the world anyway it, it's crazy it's not even common sense it's not I, I don't know like knocking down wild uh, bushes and forests and stuff yeah. to put up uh, wind wind farms. Look at yeah. the Germans; they've gotten rid of all their nuclear energy. They're back to burning coal. Yeah, to be green. Yeah. <laughs> Come on now. Yeah, the it's energy just, price has never been higher. Yeah, they've got no gas coming in because of the uh, yeah. the old Nord Stream pipeline getting exploded. Yeah, and um, they're burning coal. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, even even sort Poor of environment. Yeah, <laughs> even sort of the wind farms. The the amount of infrastructure 
there's some some ridiculous like 30 tons of concrete mm. that goes into the base of one of those things yeah and the things that you know you've got to get the lime and the way that they extract all that stuff is is <laughs> over the lifetime of that wind turbine even solar it, it doesn't it doesn't counteract the the minerals the yeah. money mm. yeah to get those things yeah and the balsa yeah. the balsa wood from the um oh the, the blade the cord. blades yeah. Yeah, that comes from yeah. you know balsa trees in the amazon yeah. and then they put uh bpa coating all over it yeah. so as it's spinning yeah. it's losing bpa oh cool i didn't bis, know about that that's bisphenol yeah. a yeah. which is you yeah. know yeah. the stuff yeah. that's been banned in drink bottles mm. yet they put it on that you know the amount of wildlife it kills yeah um <laughs> yeah it's just robbing peter to pay paul aren't you yeah. for a bit of uh, like yeah. green yeah. energy but don't look at the um you know yeah and they can only run half the time yeah, yeah. 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 No wind, no power. to save the planet let's ruin the environment you know yeah. it's just it's yeah it's madness it's funny it seems like a real shortfall and i don't know i don't know oh we we know why everyone's captured you, you why isn't people singing why aren't people singing it from the rooftops mm. you know and i get it solar might be good for say someone out in the middle of the bush that can't have infrastructure built mm. to get there and yep. there's sun yeah 300 days of the year yeah yep even for houses. Well, look yeah. at Perth. We live in one of the sunniest uh, like capital cities in the world. Yeah. Days of sunshine. So, I mean, it sort of makes sense, you know, maybe. Yeah. But not all your eggs in one basket and go, oh, we'll just be solar. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. We're destroying natural um, landscapes to yeah. facilitate them. It just That's doesn't right, make yeah. sense. No. It's just crazy. Yeah. I, I, can't, <clears throat> I can't fathom an environmentalist that would say solar and wind are the answer. Mm. Mm. And it's even if, if we, we, if we talk in that jefferson episode we talked about slavery a little bit at the yeah, end yeah. you know and you look at the slavery of kids getting cobalt out of mines in africa oh, yeah that's a hard one isn't it you know for all these renewables you know, um, or for renewable energy well you're kind of supporting slavery mm. slavery right. yeah. yeah yeah and and it's, it's not a long bow to draw to get to that conclusion yeah you know, same with your little iphone yeah. i know everyone's got them but yeah, yeah. to get the lithium, you kind of, uh, it's, mm. we're doing everything backwards. Yeah, well, everything's just run by money and greed, mate. The cavemen had it like, right, didn't they? Yeah. Going back to the whole origin of yeah. like, what we're talking about <laughs> with uh, like lifestyle type stuff, like the closer yeah. you can get back to nature yeah. and yeah. sort of like ancestral living in the modern world, I think the better yeah. off uh, you are, but also your society, your environment, your earth, yeah. everything yeah. seems to be about living a bit more simply. Give us a fire and a wheel and a spear. Yeah, we probably should talk about like minimalism one day or something like that because- oh, that like, de- oh, It's definitely on my list of like, things uh, to talk caveman about. Cavemen, yeah. you know, cavemen were minimalists, you know, that like you yeah. say, they needed their spear and they needed their bloody stick to make fire and- Yeah, that's it. You know, whatever. Yeah. It was a hard life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, you know, centralized heating. <laughs> uh, yeah. We probably live with too much shit, don't we? Yeah, yeah. we do. Yeah. yeah. The other thing that I, th- found was funny I, we didn't actually talk about it in the episode of uh we in climate change was another one that was quite good um more people die from cold than heat you know mm. the, the the world is heating up yep in inverted commas mm. but more people die from being cold than hot yeah yeah it's crazy i think the worst thing even environmentalists say could happen is like 
severe cold weather event mm. like global cooling would be much more uh, catastrophic than global warming yeah 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 um, in terms of crop production and yeah. yeah everything yeah one thing i got out of that climate change one was um the uh the scope of uh of study of, of, of climate change heating or cooling so over the last four thousand years if you looked at a, a graph right four thousand years uh, yeah. our, our climate is actually cooling we're going for a four thousand year cooling phase yep. um if you look at that graph and you you move the left hand axis all the way to the right and you look at the last 100 yeah, years, years there's a, yeah. a, a, an increase yes yep. so it's quite handy and convenient for these global climate alarmists to look at the last 100 years mm. of data but you, if you look at over an extended period it's like you know when you look at army um, shares your share market price and you look at over yeah, a year yeah, yeah. and and it goes sort of like your bitcoin limit you know it yeah. goes from it goes up yeah. over the year but if you look at say the last week it might have gone down, but it's yeah. still going up. Yeah. So it's it's whatever yeah. degree or or, or um or, or expanse of study you look mm. at, you know. Um, there's cherry picking in everything. There's cherry data. picking. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's that's one thing that really came to mind for me. Yeah, with climate change stuff. Yeah. yeah. Well, as I think I mentioned in that climate change podcast, um, someone uh, very close to our family was very high up in the bureau of met you know, Bureau of Meteorology in Australia, very, very high up and spent time in Antarctica and all sorts of stuff and, um, yeah, doesn't believe in man-made global yeah. warming, I don't believe, yeah. so. Yeah. There, is, um, there is no doubt where what what humans are doing to the Earth is causing issues. Well, we're, we're putting some carbon in the atmosphere, we are, because we're burning fossil fuels. Yeah. So we oh, are putting carbon in the atmosphere, but... Plastics in the ocean. Oh, you know, yeah, exactly. The way we exactly. And that was a point that came up in that episode was yeah, more forever so chemicals and pollution as opposed to climate yeah. change yes. sort of stuff. Deforestation. So you listen to some scientists and they'll say that we're actually in a CO2 deficit period. We're actually in a, mm. one of the lowest periods of CO2 in history. Mm. I have heard yeah. that. Yeah. Um, it's interesting, isn't it? And, and CO2 is so demonised, but it's such yeah. a necessary component yeah. of the world's life cycle yeah you know like plants need it if, if there's less co2 plants die it's so funny like you look at greenhouses and they often pump co2 into the greenhouse yeah, to make plants right. grow quicker yeah because if there's too much <laughs> if there's, there's too much oxygen apparently plants can get um oxygen poisoning or something if there's not enough co2 and yeah. too much oxygen yeah um so yeah they pump yeah. co2 into so they use co2 as their you know fuel and they pump out oxygen that's right yeah so yeah yeah. I wonder crazy, yeah. I wonder if that's where why when you talk to plants they grow more. Ooh. Maybe. You're breathing Ooh. out CO two. Oh, just breathing your dirty CO two all over. Yeah. And then Ooh. they you know, they say if you talk to plants they grow. Yeah. yeah. That was just a little thing that come into my head right there. Yeah. yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, but that was a good episode, that one. That was um quite enlightening. Didn't really uh tell me what I didn't already know, but it gave me more specific information yeah. about probably gives you a reason to dig into it too, hey? Like yeah. uh, gives you a reason to sit down and yeah study it for several hours yeah. and so like if someone says oh you know the global warming and humans are affecting climate change we'll say oh, okay so how what sort of data what sort of span of data are you looking at yeah well yeah. i'd like to just pose that question to yeah. them the other interesting one i uh found from the episode was the difference in the um equipment used to measure yeah temperature yeah and the error or, or the difference in um measurement between the old system and the new system I think the new system is like something like 0.7 degrees higher yeah. on average. Yes. So when you account that into the yeah. global warming and argument, also, yeah. 
nullifies it quite a bit. And also recorded in more urban or mm. um, heat trapping yeah. environments. Yeah, exactly, yeah. More yeah. concrete around you in the concrete mm. jungle as opposed to out in the bush. Yeah, or, yeah. yeah. yeah very interesting. Well, yeah. The, way they, the way they measured CO2 has changed as well. Mm. I don't really know. We've kind of fucked with everything. It's like the way we measure inflation, the old arithmetic versus the new. Yeah. We change a lot of things over time and then yeah. we try to compare apples to apples. And mm. now we're fearful like, of everything. Yeah, inflation. it's... Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's currency of fear, isn't it? Which yeah, is yeah. those with an agenda will just use whatever information they can to put forward their narrative, really. They'll just use anything yeah. to push forward a certain agenda. Yeah. Mm. Agenda. I reckon uh, one of my favourite episodes was the seed oil one. Yeah. Oh, seed yeah. oils is yeah. fascinating to me. Yeah. yeah. And really... Yeah. Uh, I mean, and that, that, like you're saying, James, that, that's um, just a simple one that people can incorporate into yeah. their lives. You know, there's a lot of data to say that they're harmful. To our health. Oh, yeah, hundred mm. percent. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I love all the um, metabolism, dietary type ones. I'm fascinated by that, that yeah. stuff. Anything? Uh, any episodes or issues, topics you want to talk about in the future? Any oh, I got, around that. I got tons. We haven't we haven't really tons. touched on cholesterol or. Mm. Mm. I'd love to do one on uh, nootropics, so supplements oh, yeah. that make you smarter. Yeah. Um, or assist yeah. your brain. Yeah, uh, I think it's a really fascinating. It's actually a really broad topic. There's so mm. many supplements you can take to assist with like your cognitive function. Yeah, to stop cognitive decline, but also to actually physically make you a bit smarter. Yeah, I'm um, really fascinated by nootropics. Um, I'm still fascinated by the ongoing and like evolving debate on um, macronutrient ratios. So food, you know, basically diet, mm. like keto versus vegan versus carnivore versus omnivore. Ratios. It's a constantly um, changing constantly area. Changing. Hey. I've been getting my mind blown uh, lately by there's a guy called Georgie Dinkoff, yeah. uh, and he's done a few episodes with uh, McCullough, and he, he's done heaps of stuff. Like if you YouTube him or um, search him, he's done. But he's a very uh, in-depth, like, talented sort of uh, uh, bioenergetics metabolism guy, and uh, he's turning a lot of um, sort of stuff that was very in vogue a couple of years ago like ketosis and stuff like that is really changing my ideas around that mm. um, very fascinating yeah he's yeah, uh, that'd be really want to be really convincing because I'm actually um, pretty sold on the benefits of keto yeah you do really yeah. well on it don't you yeah yep. it's, it's all individual isn't it mm. all individual what works for you yeah yeah, but, but yeah, yeah. I mean even yeah. Paul Saladino who was big on the carnivore diet yeah. he's spoken a lot to Dinkoff yeah that's sort of how he came back to this animal-based sort of... Yeah, well, he eats a lot of carbs now. Well, like you look at some, some three, days, he's having like three or four hundred grams of carbs. It's just huge. Having a lot of ripe fruit, like honey. Fruit, fruit juices. Um, yeah. You know, even even McCullough sort of changed his tune. So McCullough was obsessed with um, ketosis, fat mm. for fuel, all that sort of stuff for a long time. Just listened to one of his podcasts in the last couple of days. His macronutrient ratio now is 60% carbs. Yeah, yeah right. he's only having yeah. like twenty eight percent fat. Yeah, what sort of he, carbs? He was having so or where's he getting his carbs from? Uh, so from um, ripe fruit. Yeah. Um, cooked potato. Yeah. Uh, rice. Um, still no real uh, like breads or grains or anything like that. Right. Um, obviously rice. Because I think that's a bit of a, a, a right. good differential to make. Is 100%. What carbs yeah. are you eating? Yeah. Are they vegetable, fruit based carbs? Exactly. Um, or are they exactly. your starchy sort of your breads, pastas, Correct. and all those so sort of carbs? So he definitely stays right away from uh, like resistant starch. Yep. Um, and stuff like that. And yeah. he goes right into the release of endotoxin and something we might get into if we did a future um, podcast on it but super super fascinating yeah. and for me like fairly convincing 
um, science around it. Well, let's save that for another episode. Yeah, because I've got yeah. there's a there was a really good article. Uh, I was a, a book. I can't remember the lady's name, so maybe we'll talk about it then. I'll do a bit of research on it. But mm. she said sort of said there's a sweet spot of the dietary component uh, yep. being sort of you know a lot of people are sitting at that sort of. Uh, 60 40 sort of 10 ratio mm-hmm. which is sort of two 60 high. 40 10 uh, what's that 110 100. well you gotta work at 130 it's always such an impressive man yeah so having that's your secret sort of a middle a middle ground of fat so either having yeah. really low fat diet and really high fat diet Anyway, I'll look into it. But there's, yeah. there's just, everything's sort of evolving and changing. Well, this really uh, Dinkoff fella sort of recommends equal macronutrients. Oh, yeah. Roughly. 30, 30, 30, roughly. Yeah, right. I'm like, yeah, I'm working at 90%. Yeah. We're working at 10 <laughs> between us. We're 200. <laughs> okay. uh, which I've always kind of agreed with. And I think I may have even said that in our dietary one right at the start. Yeah. So maybe I'm just gravitating towards it because it's what I've always believed. Yeah. Because I did carnivore for a couple of months and... Um, Probably got some benefits, but at the end I started feeling real bad. Yeah, I uh, started getting really bad uh, cramps, real electrolyte dramas, and Ooh. sleep dramas. Yeah, yeah one of the biggest things that um, Georgie and Nicola and others are saying uh, the detriment of um, ketosis is high cortisol levels because your sugar is so low. So cortisol like, is like a rescue hormone. It's a starvation mode kind of. It's essentially like when your yeah. blood glucose crashes super low at night. Um, you have a high release of um, cortisol to, to rescue you, so that will actually liberate sugar. Um, it's a glucocorticoid, so glucose, mm. corticosteroid. Um, and it ruined your sleep. So I was starting to get bad sleep and really bad um, cramping, and I thought, no, nah, it's enough, I'm yeah. out of this. So I went back to well, my I, normal omnivore diet and yeah. started feeling good I did good the again. same. Good and- I had sort of three, maybe five months on keto, and I found... Yeah. Um, I don't know if it was sort of low br- blood pressure, but if I mm. bent down and stood up, I was really getting quick, a bit of that as well. A bit of a postural hypotension. Yeah. yeah, and then the sleep, I couldn't couldn't yeah. get to sleep. Mm. But then I mean, you thrive on it. You're yeah. one of the fittest yeah. motherfuckers I know. Yeah, so, but I, mean, I, mean, I still eat carbs, as in like you know vegetables. Um, there you go. Oh yeah, some fruit uh, with yeah. ha- and honey. Oh, there you go. Yeah, um, so berries. You're, you're probably very close to actually what they're. Yeah, I wouldn't uh, say I'm advocating. true. You're not like a true. I mean, some people are eating like 85, 90% just fat. Yeah. I mean, just yeah. living on fat and yeah. their blood glucose is yeah. through the floor. No, I wouldn't say I'm that. Um, no. no, you sound a lot more balanced. But still have a fair amount of fat in my diet. Um, yeah. and, and getting to the point there of um, cholesterol, CJ, I'd like to do an episode on that. Because yes. I went to my GP just um, a few months back now, probably six months ago, for another reason. And straight away, being 50, he had a look at my, um, he wanted me to go and do a a lipids um, test. And he said, uh, he mentioned the word statins. He said, oh, have you, now you're 50, your cholesterol's probably higher already, so we might need to look at statins. (laughs) And I thought, you fucker. No, fuck you, man. Just trying to get me on some shit that will actually even counter or reduce my cholesterol. Um, which is necessary for... I mean, there's a link it's, between it's statins... A, it's statins yeah. yeah, it's an evolutionary dementia. thing that goes up. Yeah, dementia absolutely. and fucking... Um, what's the other one? Uh, Parkinson's, Parkinson's, Alzheimer's, Alzheimer's. All of those, Hurt there is a the link. As well. yeah. What's that? <laughs> Hurt you in the bedroom a bit. Apparently, statins. Oh, oh it doesn't. That's not really. Yeah. Ooh, so you don't we don't want that. Nah. No. no. That's the worst that could happen. Now, there's a link with statins in those conditions. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Because, yeah. you know, cholesterol is responsible for that production of your myelin sheath. And so when that breaks yeah. down, mm. um, you know, your, your neurotransmitters and all that go. Yeah. Well, you, yeah. look at, you look at breast milk. What's that made of? 
cholesterol yeah. saturated oh, yeah. fat pretty yeah. much that's it yeah yep so why would why would that be the case oh, yeah we need it yeah yeah every cell in your body needs it yeah, yeah. cholesterol would be a really interesting one yeah very yeah. interesting we could really go down the rabbit hole yeah. on that one and nerd out a bit i love yeah. that now yeah <laughs> i think a lot of men in particular are, are really hoodwinked into that whole status yeah. thing yeah i had the same thing as you Rue. i got uh i went to my doctor recently and i'm um, 45 so a bit behind you but she said oh, i'll do a cholesterol test and see how you go and i thought oh yeah free test i'll go and do that and i got a phone call to go back in yeah oh, here we fucking go because you tested a few things but i knew what yeah. it would be yeah my cholesterol had um spiked up slightly not even my triglycerides, just my low density lipoprotein, the yeah. you know, LDL, the bad um, cholesterol. And uh, it wasn't even that high. We started having, I just stopped right there. I said, we're not having this conversation. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm quite happy with that climbing a little bit as I age. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah. fine. And yeah. uh, I'm happy with where I'm at. And yeah. And look, look you're a fit she, um, individual. You're she, active. she said to me, she goes, oh, well, I'll just do your cardiac risk factor. And she typed in, oh, based on this, because it's over a peg and she had this thing and it came out at 4% I was like oh, I can live with 4% <laughs> and then oh, I challenged wow. her and I said oh if you're really worried about it send me for a um, calcium scan Yeah. she's oh, oh no I can't do that yeah. really? I said oh if you're worried then send me for a scan and yeah. see if I've got any um, you know, yeah. plaque building up my artery oh well, do you get chest pain I said no of course I don't get chest pain she said oh I can't send you for that then I said oh obviously not a great concern is it? no, no the greater concern is getting uh, kickbacks from statins yeah that's yeah. right yeah yeah. yeah, well, my doctor sent me for a. I did exactly the same. I thing. actually want to go for one because yeah. I'm curious because some people will just uniquely be more predisposed to. And it'd be um, good to have a baseline. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So I, I actually got mine done probably four or five years ago now. Yeah. And it was zero. Yeah. And I didn't get a call back. No. You know, like you. Yep. Is this your calcium? Yeah. School? So I did the same mm-hmm. thing with my doctor. Yep. I, I went in with a few people. Uh, doctor Ross Walker is an Australian guy. Oh, yeah. Uh, you can check him out. You know, I went in with some information. I told her, oh, oh yeah. rolled her eyes at a few people I mentioned. Yeah. Okay, well, yeah. these are experts, right? This mm. is a cardiologist, Australian cardio- yeah. cardiologist. Yep. Um, so I said the same thing. I'll give me a coronary calcium score. Yep. If it comes back with anything, then we'll talk. I wasn't yep. going to talk. No, no. Came back. Get a bait to lure her in. Yeah. <laughs> Not even a phone call. No, nothing. nothing. Probably disappointed. It was a zero on yeah. it. Well, okay. Wow. Yeah. It is a shame, man. These are medical professionals that we're supposed yeah. to trust. And I get it. Like, they don't have a lot of time. No, they've got seven minutes with yeah. you. Exactly. And most people just want that. Give me the medication to go get better. Give me a pill to fix Give it or hide it. Yeah. Not even fix it, just hide it. Usually. Yeah. It's usually just hide the symptoms. Yeah. It's not but actually on, fixing the underlying. Then on the other hand, right, that's their job. Their yeah. job to, is to be up to speed yeah. with what's going yeah. on. Yeah, that's right. And if you choose that profession, yeah. then the, yeah. and, I'll, and also they also choose to have those short appointment times. Yeah. They can have a longer appointment time, yeah. but it hurts their income. Yeah, yeah. You know, they're not going to make ten grand a week. They're probably going to make you know, yeah, yeah, three grand a week. Mm. Yeah, still pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I, I kind of I kind of get it. The the, the yeah. system is a little bit broken, but also break that system and do some research. Yeah. But then again, we all know they're captured by Big Pharma, the TGA. You yeah. that, you it's know. like um, the GPs need to be like teachers. You know how so teachers have a dot period, yeah. duties other than teaching. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And so they can then plan, research, prepare, and yeah. do prepare all the preparation stuff for their future, their forthcoming yeah. lessons. GPs need to have a dot, a dot yeah. period. Yeah. You know, well, who was funding the thing though, because it'd probably be even worse. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Here's your dot training brought to you by Pfizer. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> 
Yeah, we recommend your uh, 14th jab. Uh, I think we've really nailed this one. Uh, <laughs> got some teething issues. I think yeah. we're there now. It's yeah. a quadrivalent fucking... <laughs> yeah. I'd, like yeah. to do some, I'd like to do some episodes, yeah, more on the fitness side of things. It's yeah. Like, yeah. There's a lot of research about uh, movement snacks these days. Like movement snacks. Movement snacks. Uh, vigorous, just... intermittent lifestyle physical activity where you are doing an accumulated hour oh, physical yeah. work throughout the day like yeah. if you're in the office oh so like very short bursts <coughs> of uh like yeah. you might just go and do a couple of pull-ups or squats chin ups, or whatever do 10 chin-ups yeah yeah back Mate, to work well stand up right out of your, in and out of your chair for in a minute. and out of your chair mm. have a little maybe a walking treadmill or something yeah. in your office and you have to add those up to a certain amount of time yeah yeah and then there's there's been a lot of good research recently about sort of uh, you know, weights before cardio or cardio before weights, or is it detrimental yeah, yeah. to do yeah. cardio with your strength mm-hmm. work? And you know, I've been interested with uh, Peter Atia talking about that, well, timing his zone two with weight, yeah, stuff like that, and yeah. the, the, the timing of it and how, how to best do it. And yeah, if you're doing cold water immersion, how that goes in there before or after, and yeah, all the benefit, the sorry, the detrimental effects of doing it afterwards, yeah, not yeah. for your yeah, metabolism yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah that'd be cool to look at, yeah. There's uh, heaps of stuff out there. Yeah. yeah got, Another couple of popular episodes were our um, alcohol ones. Oh, yeah. So there, there's a couple oh, yeah. of good ones yep. I'd like to follow up on that. Yep. And, and yeah. ageing kind of stuff. Yeah. Mm. Bit of, uh, we we yep. touched on that a little bit. But yeah. Uh, yeah. One of the really interesting topics I've come across is uh, a lot of people talking about serotonin, just good or bad. Oh, uh, yeah. It's out there heaps. Yeah. I'm very fascinated mm. by it. I would suggest too much is a bit much. I watch, look at my kids and... The way they the serotonin and dopamine of the constant hit of gaming and yeah because I mean there's a lot of people uh, taking SSRIs like you know basically antidepressant drugs yeah. I think they, re- they reckon forty percent of women middle aged women take SSRIs yeah wow um, I don't know if that's a worldwide specific stat or if that's more specific serotonin. to uh, selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors yeah. so basically increases serotonin in the synapse all the time so you don't reuptake it yeah. There's a lot of people saying serotonin is actually quite fibrotic and quite inflammatory yeah, and not yeah. that good for you in, yeah. in high levels. Yeah. Like everything, we want um, balance. Fibrous in your brain. Just everywhere, just a, oh. just a fibrotic um, mm-hmm. compound. So. Sounds bad. I don't know. Have you guys just, uh, watched that painkillers show on Netflix Yeah, yet? really no, good. I, yeah. I did watch that. Yeah, yeah it's crazy. Interesting. Oh, my God. So sad. Ferris really Bueller. sad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he does a great job of that guy. Yeah. He does. Name? Matthew Broderick. Matthew Broderick. Yeah. yeah. But what's the yeah, guy's name true. in the show? It's a true, true story. Hey, yeah, have you heard the interview of the guy who made the series on Rogan? It's a really good interview. No, I haven't. Yeah, he's, um, I can't remember the guy's name, uh, but it's a recent one. Uh, and Rogan interviews him and talks about, you know, the drug culture and the drug uh, addictions in, in the US yeah. it is so scary yeah. and, and that show is, just depicts because um, there's a lot of legal um, little hurdles I had to get over yeah. to, to not be to make of, the show yeah to make yeah. the show um, so even just you know, the little introductions at the start you know where some parents oh, talk yes. about their yep. deceased person so they actually start off with the clause you know the events you're about to see in this are based on true stories but this is a true story of my son. They show a photo of him yeah. who died from Oxycontin, blah, blah, blah. So yeah. they could get around the legal loopholes by doing it like that. Yeah. Mm. It, was, it was a really interesting conversation. I'll yeah. watch that one. Mm. It's good, yeah. What is it, six six parts or something, wasn't it? Six episodes, I yeah, think. something like that, yeah. yeah. It's very good. Yeah, yeah. it's obviously quite um, dramatised, but it's... Yeah. It's, yeah, yeah, it's interesting. 
Pretty well, sad. like a lot of Australians, I'm actually thinking of getting rid of my Netflix. Oh, yeah? Mm. A lot of Australians getting rid of it. Well, I heard recently that it's the first time since Netflix was released in Australia that they've gone down in usership. Mm. Yeah, right. So I think yeah. they, they spiked hard mm. uh, during COVID, didn't they? Because everyone was locked down, so <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck, I'm not going to have my streaming services. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, yeah, it is. I'm happy um, to hear that. Although, <laughs> me, my family and I have just enjoyed watching um, Down With Love. Oh. It's a Netflix series, oh, yeah, and it's yeah, about yeah. it's based in New Zealand. And it's about Down syndrome um, people finding love and like getting mm. dates and having thing. And because Down syndromes are just such beautiful people, like yeah. they are so loving, perpetually happy. happy aren't they? they are. Yeah, maybe we all need to be have a bit more Downs in us. Yeah, <laughs> well, I've always said they're the normal people, and we're the abnormal. Just ones. about, hey, yeah, because yeah. they are just their love of life and their love of each other. Like, but it's funny they'll meet each other for the first time and say, "Hello, my name is so and so. I love you." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Straight away, because they're just so ready to love someone. Yeah, yeah. But it's um, it's a really funny. Um, uh, series but then that finished so we moved on to uh, Love on the Spectrum and there's an Australian oh. one and a US one and that is the other extreme Yes. so you've got these people on autism and, and I can't help but watch this series and I find Netflix a little bit left left leaning Yeah. and I find that I'm watching this autism uh, series are they trying to normalise autism because if you listen to a lot of especially RFK's discussion on the connection between autism and the, the ramped up vaccine um, childhood programs, uh, there's a, a, a quite a strong correlation. Yeah, well, it's gone from like one in 10,000, one in 5,000 down to one in... 30. One in 30. Yeah. And I think if you look at black males, it's even worse. That's right. One in 20 or something. Yeah. It's crazy. You know, yeah. and he, yeah. he, he yeah. will always it's say insane. that causation is, what is it? There's correlation. Correlation is not causation. Yeah. But there is yeah. a direct link between that time when yeah. vaccines were pushed hard yeah. in the childhood program yes. and the, yeah, the incidence of, yeah. of autism. Mm. Um, he, RFK often says, how many growing up 60 year olds do you see with autism? And you don't see that many. Well, you and I and CJ, we're all similar vintage. I bet you didn't go to school with any autistic... None. I didn't even really know about autism no. until... None. Well, what, Nordic doctors, mate. Nordic medical professionals. No, it wasn't really a thing. No. no. In the 70s and 80s, no one really knew what autism no. was. Now we got... And aside from autism, you know, Asperger's and all these other sort of similar, um, I don't know, syndromes, whatever you'd call it. Yeah. It, there's a lot of it around. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. Yeah, the... Um, there's a, there's a connection with the adjuvants that they you know, exactly. put in the vaccines, yeah. Yeah. the aluminium oxides, yeah, and all that yeah. sort of That's stuff, right. yes. in particular. Yeah, and at such a um, crucial stage of brain yeah. development. Yeah, um, yeah. Did you see that article? Uh, I think it was in the US that the the parents have only just got through to court or something now. A couple of years ago, a year, a year and a half ago, their little baby was killed um, after getting vaccinated, and they found um, triple the amount of um, aluminium oxide or something oh. in its system yeah. like a, to a, a lethal dose had mm. been given to it just poor manufacturing processes for the vaccine or yeah. whatever yeah. but yeah. the initial diagnosis yeah. was all it's all SIDS and they were blaming the parents for not yes. having the child yeah. um, properly ventilated in its in oh, its crib yeah. or whatever yeah, yeah. so the parents were made to feel really guilty yeah, about this yeah. and, mm. and it makes you think you know is SIDS uh, a condition made up to as an excuse for children dying from vaccines. Yeah. And I'm not saying that vaccines kill no, every no. kid, but yeah. and every every person is different in the way they respond to medications, mm. including vaccines. Yeah. But, you know, 
Because, you know, SADS came out after the, the COVID vaccines. Yeah. The sudden adult death yeah, syndrome. Yeah. That was just suddenly made up to, yeah. to, to explain why adults were dying all of a sudden. Yeah. I heard an interesting thing recently. They were talking about the manufacture of the um, COVID uh, vaccines. And they were basically talking about sort of poor uh, manufacturing processes. And they were talking about, um, have you guys heard of SV40? Simian virus yeah. 40? Oh, yeah. man. Yeah. So yeah, so carry on. Back in yeah, the this was really interesting. 50s and 60s yeah. in the United States, uh, before they could really test for viruses, um, they essentially, the polio virus that they gave to millions of Americans uh, was contaminated with this uh, virus, SV40. So it basically comes from monkeys, yeah. right? Green if monkey you, or something. Green monkeys, yeah. yeah. Oh, so you guys have all heard of them. No, no, keep uh, going, mate. Keep going. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, so uh, millions of Americans, when they had their polio uh, vaccination, were exposed to this SV40 virus. And essentially, SV40 is known to be very carcinogenic, so it'll cause cancer. And so what they're finding now in these COVID vaccines is it doesn't contain SV40, but it contains two of the uh, essential proteins of SV40 in the vaccine. So instead of saying, oh, it's not, not the best. Like it doesn't contain SV40, but it definitely contains some essential components of it. And they're sort of calling it essentially like poor manufacturing mm. processes. Yeah, so right. Just another strike in the uh, book of uh, um, the, the jab. Yeah. yeah. Well, mate, if, if anyone's interested in that topic you were just talking about, mate, on the RFK Junior podcast. Yeah, exactly. That's where I heard uh, it. Yeah. He, he talks, about, uh, talks about that with uh, no. Dr. Meryl Nass. Yeah, uh, and she, they talk about the who and and pandemics, and they yeah. and they go into yes that uh, yeah yeah that polio that virus. A, that was an interesting episode. That one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. I wouldn't actually mind. I don't know if you guys are keen because it's controversial, but one episode actually digging into the efficacy of the flu vaccine. Yeah, because right. there's heaps of data behind it year by year. Yeah, effective or not effective. Mm. Even if any of you wanted to take the pro debate and I would take the anti debate or whatever but yeah. I'd love to dig into that just just for our listeners like if you have never ever had one mate neither have I neither have I I used to work as a paramedic transporting people with the flu you know almost every day through winter never yeah. used to get the flu yeah I had colleagues that used to get it die hard and used to always get the flu yeah I don't crazy know. Look, you know that's very um <laughs> That's very non-scientific data, but um, yeah. I've never... Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. That's there, just rubbish, but um, yeah. I've never felt like no, I needed it. Anti-antidote. Um, yeah. yeah. There's tons of good science out there about the lack of efficacy of that. Even yeah. They keep pushing it, they keep adding yeah. more shit to it. Yeah, yeah. and now they're um, hitting the, the citizens in the US with the three. The flu, COVID, and the um, RSV, RSV. RSV. All in one, like yeah. you can get a, a triple whammy, triple shot. yeah. RSV, which escaped from a uh, vaccine trial lab in Maryland in the US. And yeah. It didn't exist before that. Yeah. Yeah, crazy. Now it's killing kids. Now it's the leading <clears throat> killer of children in the world. Wow. Hey, speaking of um, children in the world, whilst in between our last episode, I went and watched uh, Sound of Freedom. That, oh, I that movie. That. Yeah. Man, that was... And I, I wanted to go to the cinema for the purpose of... Supporting the movie with my, with my dollar and my bum on seat. Yeah, yeah. and we talk man, about that a lot. There was there were moments in that movie where I had tears in my eye. It was and as a parent, it, it hits hard. Mm. It's a it's a confronting movie, mm. but yeah. it's not. You never ever see anything that it's it's sickening or anything. But it just alludes to what is happening to the children in it. And man, I just can't believe. That, that is happening to children. And, yeah. and as we speak, there are children being transported in cargo ships in sea, con- sea containers. Mm. It's the largest industry in the world. Yeah. 
And you know the country who uh, spends the most amount of money on child sex trafficking and which utilises that industry the most? The US. Oh, yeah. That is crazy. Yeah. And so when you, when you hear that fact, doesn't it really explain um, how the Biden uh, administration have just left that southern border to Mexico mm. uh, totally open? Yeah. People are crossing it. Uh, there's there's video evidence of um, children's clothing and children's items being um, like just left in, in, in small clumps. Yeah. Uh, children are being brought over that border with no documentation, no passports, nothing, and they're just... Phew, Gone. Have you heard about those stories of uh, exactly like you say? So the U.S. border is left open, and so apparently the main um, sort of people that are getting these migrants to the border are the cartels now. So people yeah. are going to the cartels and giving them essentially their whole life savings, and then the cartel will take them to the border and they'll essentially cross over and they'll you know know that they're going into the U.S. But what's happening apparently is a lot of children are getting stripped away from their parents by the cartels before they get to the border and just disappeared. Wow. It's like you've got a family of five, maybe, you know, yeah. mum, dad, and three kids. Yeah. Well, maybe you're going to be going one or two kids short because they've been stripped off, and who knows? They reckon yeah. something like 85,000 kids or something have been separated away from their families, never to be seen again. Yeah. Who knows what happens to them? Yeah. Well, it's very sad. It's that, so sad. That wall along the border there was Trump. Trump's wall, wasn't it? And he, yeah. There's a, is it 12 spots that haven't been finished? Yeah. yeah. And they yeah. can. I wonder if that's through. one of his election. Uh, promises if he yeah. gets into so maybe that was one of the reasons why he wanted that wall to obviously well, stop, I mean. yeah. stop drug smuggling yeah. but also human trafficking as well yeah and they're, they're built the, the footings on them go down a long way too so is, that right? is that right so they yeah can't they can't dig under. underneath yeah. them but yeah. yeah I think because um, then Biden spent a ton of money and there's there's spots with the construction materials there ready to go to fill the gaps but they're but not they, filling them they won't yeah no. Yeah, say what you will about Trump, but you know that that was a that good problem. plan. Yeah, <laughs> like, mm. I wonder what RFK RFK's plan would be. I wonder if he well, would he's, finish off the wall. He's got a good video on it, does he? Um, yeah, yeah. I can't believe he was like, like attempted. Uh, some guy thought about assassinating him. Like he was, uh, some guy was caught with that's crazy. Wep- up weapons in yeah. one of his speeches. A couple of um, hidden pistols, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, and he had a fake. Um, security yeah. badge on and US sort of Marshal stuff. badge wasn't it yeah like something a federal like that. US Marshal yeah and, 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 and he why is RFK right just not getting the publicity as a as a candidate control uh, the media <laughs> I mean he's doing no. the podcast he's getting out there but he's you're not going to see him on you know CNN or yeah but aren't the Democrats also doing something where um, where Biden didn't get any votes in those states they're now creating some sort of law in those states that prevent Voters from voting in the next election or something like that, or in the in the in the, in the midterm, or you know the pre pre presidential elections. There's something that they're doing that's really held dodgy that will prevent RFK from even being a, a president elect. Well, there's there's <laughs> there's been so much dodgy shit in their elections. You look at, I mean, even Julian Assange when he first come out, he expo- well not first he exposed the fraud in. Bernie Sanders is being scrapped from the Democratic nomination, two thousand and whatever it was. Yeah, six sixteen. No, maybe? that was Trump. That was Trump in sixteen. So must two thousand six, maybe. Yeah. yeah. So that was kind of that was Assange's first yeah. foray into that whole thing. He yeah. he highlighted the fact that this guy should have been the 
And then you had the wasn't. the George Bush um, Jr. one. Remember, he, he lost it, but then all of a sudden they did this recount in Florida or something. Mm. It was against him and... Um, was it El Gore? I, I, I don't know if it was El Gore. It was something, someone else. Might have been yeah. time, yeah. Yeah, and anyway, all of a sudden, all these magical votes popped up yeah. and Bush got in. Um, Ralph Nader was the other one at that time, wasn't it? He was an independent yeah. and then he just sort of dropped off. Yeah. And then yeah, you had the um, Hillary Clinton accusing Trump of being a Russian spy yeah. or a Russian fucking whatever. I need to have more than two candidates. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> it's crazy. Like, if both yeah. your options are shit. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, yeah. we're the same. We've, yeah, we keep, we've got multiple parties yeah. to vote for. Yeah, yeah. the well, preferential system. Ends I reckon up that being United Australia Party and um, One Nation—they're they're gaining traction. Yeah, I reckon they are. I can. Oh, I don't know. It's hard to say. Hey, with the Australian public, the Australian public is so apathetic, yeah. especially when it comes to politics. They just don't give a fuck. Yeah, they no. just think it's two parties and that's it, and I'll vote for the person I like the best. Yep. Yeah. Just trying to explain that to my kids about yeah. McGowan stepping down. Um, funnily enough, my one of my kids said we didn't vote. We didn't vote Roger Cook in. Yeah, exactly. I was like, point. I was like well, that's true, mate. But we, we voted for the party. Mm. Yeah. The party select their leader. Yeah. A lot of people vote based on how they like the person yeah. rather than the party. The party, and that's the apathetic nature of Australians and how they vote. Is like, mm. oh, he's a cool dude. He sang at that wedding that time, and he. <laughs> You know, so let's elect him because yeah. he was, he, and the, the party knows. Yeah. Okay, we we can probably pick a better politician, or do we pick this guy that everyone thinks mm. is cool, and he'll get in. So, yeah. yeah. Well, how did this is my kids are asking? You know, how how did we put Roger Cook in as our mm. leader? Well, you know, that we didn't we voted for the Labor mm. Party, but yeah, it's crazy. There's, um, and we've got The Voice coming up in October. October 14, is it? Yeah, we're going to, to go to vote, yeah. Yep. And the Yes campaign are really ramping up the emotion side of um, mm. their, their so campaign. I see they've had a few celebrities stick in yeah. now. Like, oh, no. mate, that's been relentless with celebrities. Yeah. Um, I don't reckon it's going to get up. I'm just putting it on record. Yeah. The vote hasn't been counted yet. I, I don't know what's going to happen, but I don't think it's going to get up. I don't know. Yeah. I, I caught up with a uh, person I know the other day who is a Greens voter. Oh, here we go. See, where do I come the voice goes now? Mm. Not voting yes for it. Oh, interesting. Greens voter who's a no voter. I reckon I agree with you, Smithy. Greens is a, you if, know, quite a left vote. I, I agree with you if the election in yeah, the, the, the <laughs> referendum is clean and honest. Uh, yeah, I agree that. that I reckon Australian people will vote against it because I reckon mm. they've seen enough evidence now, particularly in WA with that yep. WA Heritage um, yes. Cultural Land Act, whatever. Yep. I reckon they've seen a, a bit of evidence now to deter them and, and why change our constitution mm. um, to incorporate a, a, a race-based yep. uh, legislation. But my other sort of pessimistic side says if this referendum is controlled by higher up parties yep. like you know your uh, your world economic forums or your um, united nations or whatever they are um are they going to change the result to suit their their agenda yeah because obviously the, the 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 main purpose of the voice is to remove the sovereignty of the of the people particularly mm. indigenous so indigenous is just being used in this as a as a they're being oh, used. It's incredibly divisive. Yeah. 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 So that removes the sovereignty of, of the people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that then allows other influences to control our country in mm-hmm. certain 
certain areas. It's it's a it's a full on bullshit agenda. It's yeah. I was listening to an incredibly leftist uh, TV interview with a yes, um, a staunch yes proponent um, the other day, and they were essentially asking her like, um, so what happens if the voice uh, gets up? So it's voted yes, and you, you have this voice to parliament with these unknown powers that no one really knows what they're going to be. What happens if in 50 years' time we've solved all our cultural problems and we've solved the healthcare gap and we've solved all the problems that you can see will still be left with this uh, voice, which will essentially be redundant? You said, oh, well, maybe we'll use it to tackle climate issues and other issues. And I thought, oh, here we go. What? Hmm. Yeah. And it well, was a great question. Like, yeah. It, we're voting for something that'll go forever, it'll never stop once yeah. our constitution is changed. It'll be an unelected um, voice to parliament that you can never remove. Hmm. What happens if it's no longer needed? And there's already a voice for Aboriginal. There's already multiple government agencies for Indigenous Australians. There's that one NIAAH, National Indigenous Aboriginal or something. Um, $32 billion mm. we spend a year on funding Aboriginal or Indigenous people's agencies. Yeah. $32 billion of taxpayers' money a year. I don't, I don't even really see it as a... It's clearly marketed as a uh, tool to help the health of Indigenous people, which I'm all for. Yep. And I'm, I'm all for recognising Indigenous people too. They were here well yeah. before us. Yeah. And, and if they put out a um, referendum that said, do you recognise that you know Indigenous people were the traditional um, uh, people of the continent of Australia, I'd say, yeah, sure. You know, let's recognise well, them for that. Were they, though? There were other people before them. Oh, look, possibly. So how, how far do you go back? How, how far do you go And does I mean, that open a can of worms as well, mate? It does, but what my point is, is this is way more uh, political than that. Yeah. And, and I feel like this argument is just being used as a tool to get this um, unspecified powers changed to our constitution in that we can't really change. Yeah, afterwards. well, it's been admitted um, by those yes campaigners that this voice will lead to a treaty. And so once once you bring in treaties, that's when compensation and, and, and money comes into it. So a treaty will include land grabs, and there's already multiple. Apparently there's 40 uh, Native Title Acts still... Um, in process and there's been multiple that have already been approved uh, Pauline Hanson's One Nation she actually uh, presented a map of Australia with the amount of native title that has been approved and the amount of native title claims that are in the process of being approved right, yeah. and it is a massive massive yeah. area yeah. of those that are already approved and those mm. that are in the process of so you know it's yeah. interesting yeah but yeah, every person that I've really spoken to, which is most people I come across who are saying they're going to vote no, it's all due to the vagary of the how it's written. Yeah. We don't know what we're voting for. Yeah. I think yeah. everyone wants, what am I voting for? What are the specific powers? What yeah. are the limits? And there are none. Yeah. So um, that that's therefore brings me back to the, the whole corruption side of the vote, mate. Well, why isn't the Prime Minister then explaining it? Does he know something that we don't? Does he know, oh, there's no need for me to explain this, this uh, voice concept because yeah. it's going to go it's going to go through anyway yep. because the powers above the w australian government are going to make sure it does mm. maybe but yeah i mean it's 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 vague i mean the, i'm looking at the text here it's got it written down from previously but it's an extremely vague mm. three-part statement mm. um and we all know how lawyers and legal people and politicians can twist even um you know quite succinct text let alone like vague sort yeah. of law so I don't know. I'm not a big fan of really vague 
constitutional changes. No, no, it's no way. I think it's a, the constitution is your constitution. That's yeah, quite, but I'm I'm very interested to see what happens. Mm. It's, um, but then again, does I hope it doesn't cause too many dramas in the community either way. But I'm sure it will. I think it will. <laughs> either way, yes or no, it's going to create. The yeah, issue. it's a shame, isn't it? It's mm. divisive. So. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. But it's coming up a few weeks' time. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So going back to the fifties. Oh, yeah. yeah. Our 50th episode, I, I started thinking about um, particular 50s statistics. Oh, yeah. And because, you know, we love our footy, and footy's really ramping up at the moment because we're heading into finals. Um, oh, and shout out to Brett Hetty, too. The, his boys uh, won the grand final last weekend. Oh, yeah. Hey, yeah. Nice. yeah. So I went out a look, and it was, it was so awesome to see the boys that I'd sort of coached from, you know, Auskick. Yeah. About five or six of them that now appreciating a premiership. Oh, yeah, cool. It was so awesome. cool. Yeah. Did you and go he, down there and watch the game? Did you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah, he cool. he's done such a fantastic job and invested so much of himself into the last two years. That's so, how great he is, your coach. Yeah, yeah, awesome, yeah. 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 Now he's a premiership coach. Premiership coach. Yeah, yeah. 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 And that was awesome to see. It was I was so happy for him because he's he's put so much energy into it. Um, but yeah, footy's right ramping up. So I, I thought, right, talking about fifty. Finish it off with some fifties. What AFL player? had the fastest 50 goals ever. So the, oh. the, the AFL player to reach 50 goals, the fastest. So in the like fewest amount of games kind of thing? In the fewest amount of games. Oh, as in from game zero to 50? No. Oh, as in game zero to however long it took, so the quickest out of Yeah, the quickest yep. to get 50 goals. 50, yeah, 50 goals. Was in a season or are you asking... Uh, in a season. So oh, they, not, they, not they could have career, been playing in for in a season. They could have been playing for ten years, and it's not their first season. Is that what you're saying? So um, it could have been like yeah, Gary Ablett's first season, season or something yeah. like that. But yeah. I'm yeah. going to go the first to fifty in a, in a one premiership season. Yes. Peter Hudson. This was very very random, and I, I didn't even expect this player. But the player mm. to reach fifty goals the fastest in one season was Alan Jakovic from really? Melbourne. Really? Yeah. yeah. He kicked okay. 50 goals in his first nine games. Wow. Nine yeah. games? Yeah. Nine games. Wow. Huh. Then he went on to kick 100 goals in his next so 12 like games. Six, six goals a game for nine games. Yeah. 50 goals. Wow. Yeah. But then he's kicked 100. So he kicked another 50 in the next 12 games. So he's reached 100 in uh, 21 games. In a, in a season. That, oh. That's about right. Yeah. yeah oh, but I, I reckon some of them older boys... like. Uh, Peter Hudson kicked 150 in a year and he was battling Did it he? out for yeah. the Coleman medal with yeah. whoever else it was yeah but he might not have reached 50 goals the fastest oh no, yeah, yeah yeah I don't know yeah, I don't what I mean yeah. but yeah, yeah you know he kicked He's 150 goals yeah. in 20 odd games yeah yeah right okay. yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah. well so Alan Jakovic um, equals the, um, the record of John Coleman from Essendon who kicked yeah. 100 goals in must have been 21 21 Back games your full forwards would kick 100 goals yeah, well, that the, Louis and I have been watching a bit of um, old nineties uh, footy, footy on YouTube, <laughs> yeah. and it goes through yeah. you know ninety, ninety one, ninety two, ninety three, ninety four. The nineties was such a great episode yeah. for footy. It was, yeah. Uh, yeah. Sorry, decade of, of footy. Yes. Is that in the AFL era? Yeah, VFL, AFL. Yeah, it was the start of the nineties, wasn't it? That it flicked over roughly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think it was when the Eagles. Uh, Eighty nine. No, it was still the VFL when the Eagles came in. It was nineteen ninety, wasn't it? Was it 90 or 91 or something? I think that's when Adelaide came in. Adelaide and Brisbane, 1990. And yeah. then it was did, AFL. Did we discuss that in the Hedy podcast? Because when he was... He would have been in the AFL. He was in the AFL. No, no, sorry, VFL. The VFL, he would have been but the then VFL. he was there for the very, obviously started the AFL like, yeah. like early in his career. Yeah. 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 
Yeah. Yeah, that was interesting. It was good. I really enjoyed 90s footy. I thought they really oh, had balance back then. Less yeah. rule changes and a bit tougher. And it was just, hard uh, different, footy. Different style of play. But you had players, like you just mentioned, Lockett, Dunstall, um, Gary Ablett Sr. Yeah. Kicking 10 goals, 9 yeah, goals exactly. a game. Yeah. 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 You don't see that. It was now. a real spectacle. It was, eh? Yeah. 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 And generally higher scoring games. Yep. You wouldn't get these, you know, usually teams kick 100 points. Yeah. At least. Yeah. Yeah. Unless they're playing West Coast. Let's play West Coast. <laughs> hey, what, what do you reckon points. about GWS this week? GWS and Collingwood in the prelim to get in the grand final. I can't. GWS are looking good. Looks all right, yeah. They are playing exciting footy. Yeah. I saw them demolish the Bombers yeah, uh, in the yeah. second last game of the season. Then they demolished the, in the last game whoever they played. And I was just watching them play and I thought, man, their ball movement is so fast. They're playing... So that, the coach, I can't remember his name. Kingsley. Kit Ben Kingsley. Adam Kingsley. Adam Kingsley, is it? Ben Kingsley's the actor. Oh, is it? <laughs> well, he's an ex-Richmond, um, sort of like he was under uh, Richmond's regime when they won yeah. all those premierships. So mm. I think he sort of incorporated a bit of that game yeah. style. Yeah. Isn't it yeah. funny how that happens? Because I think the the other fella, McRae for Collingwood, R- Collingwood came yeah. from Richmond as well. Yeah. And then mm. after Clarkson was really big in at Hawthorne, you look at the coaches that come out of that. Yeah. You know, Adam Simpson. Yeah. Guy out of Brisbane. Yeah, Fagan won. Yeah. Oh, Fagan hasn't won one yet, but, you know, they've done really well. Yeah. I guess they said the success of that style and maybe they put their own little tweaks into it. Their own little, you know. Get a different clientele of players. Yeah. And And I guess that's the evolution of the game, isn't it? So Absolutely. One coach learns from another coach, incorporates that style, but has a few little tweaks, like you say, Smithy. And then you've got a new style that comes on. It's the evolution Mm. of it. I don't care for Collingwood either. No, but I don't, I don't care for no game. And, and you love yeah. the cricket, mate. Um, the fastest 50 runs in a cricket match. A.B. de Villiers, probably. You've got it, mate. You know your Ooh. cricket. A.B. de Villiers, South Africa. He took 16 balls. I didn't even think about that. It's just straight out of your brain. A.B. Yeah. A-B. 16 balls to reach 50 runs. 16. <laughs> when, when was, when was that then? Oh, that... Because the Aussies are playing South Africa at the moment. There's yeah. some big scores. So yeah, that the was, grounds are tiny. Yeah, oh, that was yeah. in 2015, mate. Yeah, um, okay. yeah, Against the West Indies in Joburg. Yeah, so a while ago, eight years ago. The previous yeah. record was um, 17 balls by Sanath Jaya Surya. Jana Surya. You look at, because sometimes, like, the Aussies, I think the Aussies scored 400. Might, might have been around that time. 400 in a one-day game for the first time. 400. 400. Wow, and it might have been four hundred and twenty, something ridiculous, like the highest ever score. And then South Africa, one day game. Yeah, South Africa came out in the second innings and beat them. Crazy, cricket's changed a lot, hasn't it? Yeah, because that tiny new forms, yeah, Yeah, tiny grounds and all big bats. Because that AB de Villiers, that was in a uh, one day international. Yeah, Mm. that's crazy. Tiny ground. The most um, most fifties made in a test match, uh, the fastest test fifty. Is uh, Mizbah Ul Haq oh, yeah. from Pakistan took him twenty one balls. Yeah. I've never heard of that that cricketer. No, from Pakistan, and the most fifties made in cricket. You should get oh, this one. The ten, most fifties ever in in all cricket. Tendulkar probably. You got it, Tendulkar. Ninety six fifties. There you go. You know your cricket, man. Yeah, Sachin. That's what I like about cricket players. They invest so much in cricket stats. knowledge and stats. Like I, I really do appreciate that because I've got some stats other mates that are, that are their cricket and they yeah. just know cricket mm. history and stats. And 
It's a lot. It's because it's they fucking talk about it so much when you're watching the cricket, especially if you're watching a test match or something like that. There's so much time in between overs and balls and shit. They yeah. can bring out all those stats and yeah. it must just yeah. soak in if you're spending enough time. Yeah, and I reckon if you've played it at a, at a yeah. decent level, yeah. um, you, you, you sort of know the intricacies of the game because it yeah. is quite an intricate game. Yeah, yeah. And <clears> stats <throat> are a huge part of it, really. Yeah. You know. Do you like the way cricket's gone? Well, I do. Yeah. I think it's exciting. It's more exciting, for sure. Yeah. Um, like that recent Ashes series was unbelievable. So you still prefer test matches over the other styles, like one days or 2020s? or? I think they've all got their place. Yeah. I'm not sure about 50 over cricket. It's kind of okay. a dying art form. Mm. However, yeah, I love it's, 50 overs. It's, it's, it's difficult to have a world champion. You've got to have a world champion, don't you, in most mm. sports? It's hard to have a world champion in the test. They play different home games. Yeah. You, can, you can bring everyone together for a... World Cup for a fifty-over game, yeah. I like that. I don't, I don't I really, love one dayers and day yeah. and stuff like. I like the T Twenty domestic stuff. Yeah, where um, you know people come together from all over the place. I don't, I don't really know about international cricket. Yeah, twenty twenties is yeah. a bit like who cares? It's good, a uh, different style cricket, but a good funnel, I guess, for a lot of guys up and coming to yeah. get some exposure to. Yeah, it's good fun. Like kids love it. The crowds get yeah. in there, you know. Yeah. When I played, there was no chicks. Oh yeah, that like cricket at all. Yeah, and now it's pretty exciting. Women everywhere. It's like the difference between a test match. Yeah, twenty twenty. It's like a different game. Yeah, it's um, it's uh, it's sexy now. Yeah, right? rather than back in the yeah. day, it was boring. Oh, you're a nerd. You suits our attention cricket. span, doesn't it? Because yeah. it's fast. Yeah, you're not uh, yeah. sitting there for days at a time and thinking about weather and the pitch and yeah. it's really just like let's just belt the shit out of this ball yeah, as yeah. much as we possibly can. Yeah, and take I a lot like, of risks. I like that they've transferred that to Test cricket now. And yeah. There's some, there's well, it some really has changed Test cricket, hasn't it? Like, yeah, especially for England. Yeah. They're um, they're, they're doing their own thing, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Mm. Like a lot of sports, getting back to footy and cricket, it's all changed a lot. Cricket and footy. Yeah. If you look at a cricket match and a footy match. Yeah. From the nineties. Yeah. And then look at it today. Fuck it, that changed a lot. Yeah. A lot. Do you think there's too much cricket? Yes. I think there's too much cricket. Yeah. I don't pay any attention to cricket. I used to love um, test matches and one day as when I was a yeah, kid. Yeah, same. Summer, I used to love sitting. Yeah. I used to watch all the tests obsessively. Yeah, I'd sit yeah. down and watch all of them. It was so yeah. hot. I was living in Melbourne, sitting in front of the aircon, where yeah. you couldn't even tolerate 30 degree heat because you're a Melbourneite. <laughs> I reckon and, uh, after the 90s. Fun, you'd sit there and just watch. Yeah. I used to love watching the 18 foot skiff racing that they'd have oh, at yeah. lunch. I used yeah. to really look forward to that as well. Boxing day. Yeah, yeah. I loved it all. It was so, yeah. so good. Now it's like cricket. Yeah. <laughs> that on again Jesus Christ every yeah. time you look at the TV oh fuck 2020 yeah 2020 I'm not really a big fan of I'm a bit more of a traditionalist with the cricket I like yeah. test matches and I like the 50 overs the 2020 I just find a bit of a gimmick yeah I, I, I like it kind of, like I said it has its place I reckon it's cool mm. gets kids in gets families in people are watching yeah. it and you can go on a nice warm afternoon like you say I think there's too much of it mm. but I reckon for a six week period over Christmas and school holidays <clears> get rid of Get rid of international T20s. Nobody cares about that. Have it as a domestic competition. Make mm. it like a showcase thing for six weeks. Yeah. yeah, They definitely... And I think they've recognised that because now they've got... Last year, I think it was 10 weeks or something and there were too many games. People just went, bah. Yeah. yeah. You mm. need it to be over that school holidays, summer school holiday period yeah. where it's on every night. You can sit and watch it. You can have a nice cold one. Yeah. You know, goes for two and a half, three hours. Families can watch it. I reckon that's the way to go. Mm. But who am I to say? 
What about like an AFL model? Like oh, have uh, have, worked, have rounds it? on the weekend. So you've got different... How do you mean? So like with the, the 2020, so you've got, you know, you, all your clubs, your teams, whatever, your states. Oh, I got you. And you have it on a weekend and you have, you know, like round one on a Friday night. Like a carnival. Round two, you know, round one, you know, round, round one games on, on one weekend. Yeah. Then round two, like the AFL. I don't know, I reckon that would work. Maybe just make it weekends, not week weekdays. Yeah, I, 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 th- I kind, of, kind of like it over the holidays. Yeah. It's good. Yeah, because not everyone's on holidays, though. So, Kids you know. are. Yeah, but you, so you come home and, you know, at five o'clock in the afternoon, you oh, shit, cricket's on, I didn't know that was on. Yeah. So it sort of catches you by surprise, whereas yeah. it's on the weekend, it's like a regular oh, yeah, yeah. set yeah. Um, yeah. fixture. Yeah. Mm. What about, um, did you know, I didn't know the 50th state in the USA. Oh. Do you know which became the 50th state? Hawaii? Hawaii, maybe? Hawaii. Was it Hawaii? Alaska was the 49th. 49th, yeah, because yeah. they bought it off the Russians, didn't they, Alaska? Did they? Yeah, yeah. right. I believe they purchased Alaska off the Russians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. Well, Could be wrong with that. Because it's so close. There you go. Yeah. Hawaii. Yeah, there you go. Hawaii. It's amazing that Hawaii is so far away from the US. So yeah. far away. Yeah. Like 2,000 miles or something, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Like it's ridiculous. Crazy. Yeah. And it's still a part of the US. Mm. Yeah, those fires that, um, Ooh, that are nasty, devastating, yeah. eh? Yeah. There's a lot of... A lot of bad feeling going on about that. That was, yeah. With um, I heard this stat: the U.S. government mistakenly donated, mistakenly <laughs> donated six sixty or six billion, six, six, six billion million, to, six thousand million to Ukraine, <laughs> to Ukraine. Oh, we just yeah. made a mistake. Oops, that's just a rounding error. Just six an billion. accounting error. <laughs> and then they promised all those people that had their, lost their lives or property in Lahana, Hawaii, a one-off $700 payment. 700 bucks. 700 bucks to help you out. Yeah. What a bunch of fuckers. Yeah, eh? it's crazy. You can't tell me that whole Ukraine war thing is a money laundering. I heard someone kicking around the thing that if, aside from the other hundred odd billion dollars, you know, a tenth of a trillion dollars they've given Ukraine, they reckon just that six billion dollar rounding error will be enough to rebuild the entire country. Yeah. You know, six thousand million dollars. You think that'll probably get done? Yeah. Assuming there's no war going on, they won't destroy it. But why is there never talk of peace? Why? Why are they? They're just they're just fueling that yeah. Ukraine fire. Yeah. yeah. Here's some more money. Here's some tanks. Here's some. Yeah. Why isn't yeah. anyone getting in and talking peace? Like, how do we how do we put an end to this? Yeah. It's yeah. causing a lot of grief. Yeah. No, no, that's not because it's not that. in the best interest, mate. Of those making money out of it. There are people making serious dollars out of that war. Always. You know, and, and I, I reckon they're funneling money through it somehow. I mean, to mistakenly donate $6 billion? Mm. Come on. Well, I think Seems like a lot. If they said 600000 you go, yeah, I get that. You know. yeah. Or even $6 million, you go, If oh, you're an American taxpayer, you yeah. would be livid right. about the amount of money. Can we have that money back, please? Like, yeah. Can we have yeah. Oh, you made a mistake. Yeah, Let's give that to the back. people of, uh, you know, Hawaii. Hawaii. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and did, obviously it wouldn't require that much because that's yeah. a huge sum of money. It's hard for people to fathom how much money $6 billion is. Yeah. Yeah, just because it's six doesn't sound like much. Oh, yeah, six. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. is that all? Six yeah. billion. <laughs> 100 facilion, gajillion <laughs> dollars. <laughs> no, it's yeah, not, it's a lot of money. There's some Dr. Evil about it's it. Hey, it's crazy. Like, there's yeah, a lot of money. Yeah. Uh, Fuck yeah. Imagine the problems you could solve. Six oh, yeah. billion yeah. dollars. You I could mean, put an end to a war, couldn't you? God. Oh, maybe not. We just keep it going. Yeah. Six billion. No, no, it's going to keep going. So. That's on top of the hundred billion they've already given them. Oh, mate, they've... And the Australian government and, and the Australian all the government, other governments. And all the yeah. governments. It's yeah. crazy. It's crazy. I heard a stat. They reckon the Americans have spent more money on this war than the Russians. 
<laughs> really? <laughs> wow. <laughs> and then the Russian GDP apparently is one of the highest it's ever been. Like their their Putin's, economy is Putin's booming. popularity rate is <laughs> the highest it's yeah. ever been. And the US's economy is just crashing. They're it's in crushed. recession. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. Germany's in recession. France is in recession. Yeah. We're in recession. Um, we're in recession if you look at GDP per capita. Yeah. Which they won't sort of... Yeah, and also... fuck around with the numbers. Isn't it like... Like a, uh, is it two or three months or, or is it a six month period that you have a, a negative? Well, I think a it's decline, a quarter. So a quarter. Months, yeah. yeah. So like we've had two and two quarters in decline is yeah. considered a recession, and we've had yeah. that. Yeah, you won't hear that sort of mm. spoken about. I wouldn't think on mainstream media. But no, it's pretty clear that most yeah. of the Western world's economies are pretty fucked. Yeah, and inflation's and any, still reasonably high. Any government in power is not going to admit that they're in recession. No, it's pretty mm. big. Um, hey, and what about course. talking of fifties? Um, Curtis Jackson, singer. <laughs> 50 cent. 50 cent. Oh. Right. <laughs> Curtis Jackson. What are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't realise that was his name. That's a real nerd name. Curtis Jackson. 50, 50 yeah. cent. Into club. He's coming to Perth. Is he? Is that right? Yeah. 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 Wow. That'd be a cool concert. Wow. What are yeah. he's, he's uh, playing with? <laughs> yeah. Eclectic lineup, no doubt. Yeah. <laughs> he's good, man. Oh, I like listening yeah. to some of his tunes. Yeah. Got some good beats. Mm. And what about the song um, uh, 50, 50 Ways to Leave Your Lover? Who sung that? Nah, I don't, I don't know, know that one. What song it is? Sorry. Can you go down to your bars? <laughs> I think it's um. I should have the answer to that one, shouldn't I? I don't know that one. Yeah, you'll know it. I bet you it's. Uh, I think it might be Simon Garfunkel. Oh, I like Simon Garfunkel. Yeah. Simon? Didn't you say Simon Garfunkel? Is it Simon Garfunkel? Simon and Garfunkel. They're two different dudes. <laughs> Fifty ways. Oh, did you say Simon Garfunkel? I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Simon Garfunkel. <laughs> Paul Simon. Yeah. That's sort of a marching beat. Yeah. Here, let me just. That's my shitty intro. <laughs> Here. Simon Garfunkel. <laughs> 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 Sounds of Silence. One of my top 20 songs. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Mm. That was one of my favourite episodes as well, that music one. Yeah, that was And listening to you guys' um, yeah. top 20. Mm. And that sort of got, gained a bit of momentum too because we had some guys from work, um, my brother and a couple of his mates sent out there. Um, oh, yeah. Top 20s cool. as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah. yeah. Um, I listened to you guys a little bit. I listened yeah. to, I've played you guys' posts. Yeah. Few times each. Yeah. yeah, and if you just they're a bit different, I enjoy them. Yeah, and just go to now. You just chuck on your top twenty, and you're yeah. guaranteed you know half yeah. an hour of some yeah, cool yeah. music. Yeah, yeah, that was good. Yeah. I enjoyed that I one. Say that one. Yeah, yeah, it's good to do some different stuff. Yeah, yeah, hmm. yeah music was good. Yep. What about um, what's fifty degrees in Fahrenheit? Red oh, and Celsius. Jeez. Oh, like, uh, 16, 17, something like that. Yeah. Lower. Really? Mm. 14? 14. Lower. Oh, shit. 
Really? What is it? 10. 10. Oh, yeah, of course, because it starts at 30 zero or something like that. Yeah, yeah I was trying to. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. 50 degrees Fahrenheit. Yeah. Pretty fucking cold. That's cold. Yeah. It's starting to be cold water immersion country. Yeah. It is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And what about the periodic table? 50. 50. 50. Point number. Ugh. Who knows? Do you remember the periodic table at high school? Yes. Mm. Did you have to remember? You had to remember yeah. most of it, or yep. like there's components yeah, yeah, of yeah, it. Components. So you yeah, had to remember different parts. Yeah. Yeah. The yep. major ones. Mm. Man, that used to do my head in. Yeah. And like some of the um, two-letter symbols it would make sense. Like say, I don't know, for example, bromium, whatever was yep. BR. BR. Yeah. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Iron but, and iron's like FE. Like, yeah. Where the fuck is that like FE? Yeah. yeah. Where did that yeah. come from? Yeah. 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 Gold, yeah. silver. Gold's AU, is it? Yeah. Yeah. A- A- A-G. A-G, yeah. AG, lead was PB. Uh, yeah, yeah. Where did that come from? Yep. Yeah. Oh, it's Latin. Latin okay. names, yeah. Is it? Yeah. Latin. yeah. Well, what the is the 50th element then? Tin. Oh, is it tin? Mm. S-A? S-N. N. Where the fuck they get S-N from? S-E, yeah. And what about Roman numerals? 50 is... L. L. I didn't find Roman numerals too hard as high school as a kid. It was pretty easy. Pretty easy to get your head around, isn't it? Yeah. Code. It's quite good. Yeah. Yeah. What's, um, is C 100? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. M is? A thousand. A thousand. Yep. Yeah. X, X is 10. X is 10. V is 5. Yep. I is 1. Yep. And from there, that's all you really that's need. That's all it is. You just yeah. put all your things together. And yeah. 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 What a system. Yeah. Great system. Romans. Mm. A little bit Head longer. Yeah. I'll <laughs> <laughs> <I'll> tell you <laughs> something I've been getting into a lot lately. I've been listening to a lot of podcasts on, which... I don't know if it interests you guys, maybe we could talk about it, maybe not, is Stoicism. And I thought yeah. about it because you're talking about Roman numerals and um, like Marcus Aurelius, like uh, yeah. famous um, proponent of Stoicism. Yeah. It's a really interesting um, philosophy to live your life by. Yeah. It's yeah. a really fascinating rabbit hole. If you go down what the chronicles of Marcus Aurelius and some other Stoics, yeah. it's a fascinating topic. Mate, put it down there for our future, one of our future ones, because it's funny you say that, mate. I was just watching a YouTube thing the other day about stoicism stoicism it's fascinating it is yeah. and yeah. this dude like Marcus Aurelius fascinating human with a fascinating life yeah and um, cool dude where did you see that mate what um, what uh, oh, platform I've, was that on yeah that's a great topic mate it's um, you, you can really sink your teeth into it yeah um but I think a bit like your Jefferson one, there's sort of like rules to live by. If you yeah, want to live yeah, like yeah. a stoic life. Yeah. Pretty much all the rules like that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. yeah. Let's have a look at that one. Yeah. The future reps. Yeah. That's a, that's a fun, chatty sort of one. Um, I like that. But with uh, sort of, you know, modern day application. Modern ancestral man. Yeah. There you go. It is. I think the ancestral man was very stoic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think we've be. moved away from it a lot yeah. in recent times, but... Um, yeah. Stoicism. I like it. Well, we, need, we know some more. stoic lads that we work yeah. with. All right. Well, yeah. 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 So any other 50s trivia? I think we've... Uh, what about the Australian $50 note? How, uh, how, how interesting is this, right? Note. When I Googled who's on the Australian $50 note... It's, uh, uh, what's his first, name, David? The first three or four links yep. had only one person. Okay. And that was the indigenous fella, yeah, uh, right. David yeah. um, Unipon. I think it's Uni- yeah. Unipon. Um, he was a, a, the first Aboriginal author, okay. um, activist, musician. Yeah. But I found it quite interesting that these first three links that I clicked on totally did not even mention 
um, the uh, Edith Cowan. Yeah. Who's on the other side of it. Yes. Oh, so yes. you've got two heads. You've got Edith Cowan. She was the first female um, politician, politician yeah. Australian yeah. Parliament. And we've got, of course, Edith Cowan Uni in Perth, yeah. Yeah, named after Edith But Cowan. those links failed to mention her at all. They only mentioned David uh, Unipai, Unipai, whatever. Mm. Well, I thought that was a little bit weird. Mm. Well, they just mentioned maybe they're yes campaigners. Well, fast forward 50 years, and I can be quite certain we probably won't have any notes kicking around. Mm. So you won't have to worry about whose head's on it. So yeah. it must be a lot of ones and zeros in your electronic bank account. Well, I saw something this morning that back in 2015, they already had, they already have the technology to put your bank details and everything on a small rice-sized um, chip that's yep. implanted under your skin. Mm. But they just, what they... I think some people are doing that in parts of the world. Yeah, yeah. Um, yes. I think it's uh, Sweden. Your wrist or your hand? Yeah, or in Sweden, something. they are already volunteering to do it. Yes. But it's not a um, rice-sized piece of technology it's actually okay. like a little it's like a square chip right and it goes under your skin oh, imagine and i'd be playing with that all the time oh, i couldn't handle that man oh, that would just be horrible. like yeah, yeah that would gross me out like yeah. having a leech stuck to you permanently you know yeah, something like that you. yeah 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 but the, the oh, theory goes and oh, this, this is an <laughs> this is an ex world economic world economic forum member was saying yeah. that this technology is already in place but what they wanted to do was delay it um, and in, introduce into the world some crises to yeah. soften the population and mm. make them more acceptable to having a, a digital currency implanted mm. in them. Do you reckon that? Do you reckon that that is, was needed? People are there already. I would say ninety percent oh, of people like don't need a, we um, didn't need a crisis. A yeah. crisis. Well, we're ready to go. Like, mm. well, do you, do you reckon the, four years ago that if they said you were going to put a chip under your skin? To, to I reckon it would have been talked about then. I mean, people do it a lot now, not a chip under your skin, but I see a lot of people paying with their phones now. Yeah, I know. Um, I don't know how that works. Or your watch. watch. I guess that's just the next step along, isn't it? Rather than carrying that device. That's what I mean. Inside you. People are already um, halfway there. It's a tracking, but it's a tracking mechanism, isn't it? And the, and, the, and the plan is that when you have that rice-sized chip embedded under your skin, the government will pay you $2,000. Um, a month, a month, a oh, month. Universal basic income. Yeah, universal basic oh, income. Goodness me. Oh, and God then goodness. whatever you spend is controlled by that that two thousand. Yeah. So you will then be dictated to what you can and can't buy. What do you do? Do you have a you've job? Got a budget. You've got fifty bucks worth of meat you can eat a week. Yeah. After you've had your one steak, yeah. two steaks, you're well, done. Well, when you say you've got do you fifty have... bucks worth of petrol, you can't drive more than that. Exactly right, mate. Yeah. Yep. So what was that thing we saw the other day about electric cars in Victoria? Apparently they're um, introducing oh, some in, sort of... Uh, New Zealand. New Zealand, uh, yeah. Victoria's pushing for it a lot. I don't think they've bought it in yet. But in New Zealand, um, they're going to start taxing owners of electric vehicles. Um, it's essentially something like seven cents a kilometre to recoup uh, the lost taxes when they're not paying for petrol or diesel. Really? Um, so you've done your... Because me and my wife looked uh, very closely at electric cars, and I'm quite often now. I don't like the ethics of the um, the cobalt mines and the batteries and stuff like that. But we looked quite closely at the sums of getting an electric car. We looked into um, buying one, and I was working out the cost savings for the reduced servicing and um, obviously not putting petrol in and all that sort of stuff. And the sums did work out over a number of years. But if I had to put those extra bits of the sum in there, which is this tax that they're talking about bringing in, maybe it doesn't work out anymore. So, wow, um, doesn't the government just get their greedy little paws on everything? Yeah, 
So and I heard a fact. It's not like, a huge amount of money. So seventy odd cents, seventy seven cents per hundred kilometers, but it's not nothing. You know. Yeah. Well, yeah. I guess they're going to make it comparable to what Excise are earning off, off fuel sales. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Yeah, well, if everyone got an electric car and they weren't getting taxed, I guess the roads don't get maintained is the argument. So yeah. I can understand that. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it's another... Things just getting expensive, aren't they? Like living is getting oh, more living expensive. Oh, living expenses, yeah. Mate, I heard something about electric cars saying that the environmental impact on producing an electric car battery, uh, you will not make that uh, environmental <laughs> impact up for yeah. the whole lifespan of the vehicle. Absolutely. Yeah, it's yeah. just like emitting all of your... Um, at the front pollution, end. At the front end. At the front yeah. end. It's like, oh, I'm going to have this car 20 years. Yeah. I'm putting all my pollution out there before it even hits the road. Yeah. But and you're going to slowly try and make it back, but I won't. But you won't. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that crazy? It's and crazy. after 20 years, which is what they say the battery will last. Which, so it's probably going to be 15, 10, maybe 10. Yeah. After 10 years, you got to get a new one. Yeah. And what do you do with that? You can't yeah. recycle that battery. No. Yeah. Yes. Such a maybe, maybe they'll work that out. Landfill. And, and I think they're going to have to because. Those things are catching on fire too. Put, yeah, put lithium I fires now. It's yeah. another one that I think we've made a big error on pushing. I think. Mm. Uh, I think. Hydrogen. I'm all for hydrogen. Hydrogen yeah. fuel cells. It's yeah. the most common element in the universe. We're not going to run out of hydrogen. Mm. Burns clean, emits water. Very flammable, isn't it? Very flammable. <laughs> the Hindenburg. Yeah. I mean, put a match to uh, unleaded though. Yeah. Quite flammable. Yeah. Yeah. LPG, quite flammable. Yeah, I guess. I know hydrogen is more flammable than those, yeah. but but still, there's ways you can contain. Yeah, yeah. The old energy crisis, man. They, they're going to make a crisis to to allow someone to make some money. Mm. These mm. energy companies are, um, especially these uh, the renewable energy companies, they're making shit loads of money with the amount of subsidies, government subsidies they're receiving. Yeah, be interesting to see how long it lasts before they start saying like, oh, maybe it's not the answer, and maybe lithium batteries aren't going to power the world forever, and we're not yeah. all going to be off grid with. Solar and I feel yeah. like they've got to come around. They'll, they'll work it out and go. Oh, we're gonna, how do we backflip this? I've heard a stat. They said that not there's not enough lithium and all the other rare earth minerals and stuff on Earth for everyone to even have one battery powered car, let alone like a new one every ten years. Yeah, well, there's just not enough of the product. Yeah. Whereas petroleum, there's shitloads. Mm. Like they used to talk about peak oil and we're going to run out of um, oil and we can't have enough petrol and now they're finding more and more of it and there's more and more. Oh yeah. Well, it keeps on reproducing. Reproducing in the Earth's, you yeah. know, it's not underneath a, the Earth. Not a finite. It's not a finite thing. Thing which and we're all uh, led to believe he's yeah. going to run out one day, but it's yeah. not going to. Yeah. The term fossil fuel was created by old fellow yes. Rockefeller, exactly. wasn't it? Yeah. Um, Very yeah. interesting. Mm. Mm. We don't have enough battery storage either. No. I and we live in bloody Australia. Out. I might want to go and drive two thousand kilometres. Yeah. It's no good to me. Mm. You know. Stop your car in the middle of nowhere and charge it up for X amount of time. Have you seen those ads on telly? Uh, the, I think it's maybe a Toyota ad, but Russell, Russell Coit is on there. You know, um, the actor who's... Yeah, and, all Aussie Adventures. Yeah, and he's out in the middle of the desert oh, with yeah. this couple that are camping. Yeah. And um, he's taking the piss out of their car or whatever, and he's got his old Land Cruiser. Yeah. And they pull up next to this electric recharging thing in the middle of buttfuck nowhere. Yeah. It's like in the fucking... In the bush... And uh, like, the, and he's like, oh, geez, I didn't, I wouldn't have seen that uh, back in my day. Yeah. And they recharge their car and off they go oh, again. Yeah. It's like absolute <laughs> bullshit. How many of those do you see in the yeah. in the outback? Yeah, that, that's another thing. You can't even get bloody unleaded in the outback in some nah. places. Diesel only. Like you I can't mean. even get a telephone line out nah. there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And how many how many cars do you see at a, a petrol station filling up? 
yeah. often Heaps. 15, 20, right? Yeah. And, Cheap fuel day. And that takes yeah. five minutes. Yeah. A charging station, you've got to be out there for four hours and there's like two of them around. Yeah. yeah. Got, there's lines waiting. It, it, you have to have hundreds the, of the fucking things. It's, it's mind-boggling. Because yeah. they don't want to fast charge them too often because it fucks out the battery and there's yeah. all sorts of dramas. They can do that fast charge where they charge to 80% in like, 30 or 45 minutes or something, but you can't do that too often otherwise you damage your battery. So there's dramas yeah. with it. There's dramas. I've heard them talking about cars that will actually eject the battery yeah, and then another battery will get put in and off your drive. Oh, oh really? Jeez. You know, parts commonality, like there'll be all sorts, there'll be Teslas, Teslas and MGs and yeah. Hyundai's so, and, so, yeah. you know, they're all going to have different batteries and then what if your battery's a bit cooked and you're going and trying to get a fresh... Oh, it's, yeah. It's very... It's I, I can't see a... It's not going to work. But aren't they pricing diesel... Um, Car owners out of the market now. Diesel is so expensive yeah, at the moment. Two bucks twenty, two bucks thirty. Yeah, yeah. And that's yeah. that's obviously on purpose. They're just trying to. Well, diesel doesn't make the Euro seven emissions, is it, or Euro eight, whatever it is, is the it? new emission standard. But then so up. many new cars, I mean, I so many even diesel. With, even with all like, the diesel particulate filters and yeah. exhaust gas recirculation and all that sort of stuff, they can't meet it. So diesel cars won't be able to be made and sold in Europe and eventually Australia after a certain time so they yeah. cannot meet emissions so they'll go back to turbo petrol engines and stuff like that yeah, which can meet yeah. it for a bit longer yeah right but depending on how far they meet lift the emission standards eventually there might be only electric or maybe buy up a few cars now and save them yeah <laughs> get yeah. them grandfathered in yeah so who knows ah very exciting to see where things go yeah it is a very very uh, unique time in mm. in society at the moment I reckon there's a lot of shit going on there's a lot of shit whether you want to know about it or whether you want to bury your head in the sand about a lot of things mm. but there is some shit going on there's a lot there's a lot to be said about burying your head in the sand ignorance, <laughs> ignorance is bliss ignorance yeah, is bliss that's a good saying yeah. actually that's another uh, episode I'd like to do uh, favourite sayings oh <laughs> it is what it ignorance is ignorance is bliss yeah yeah someone someone said to me the other day quit piss farting around Oh, so yeah. What is a piss it's fart? Piss fart. <laughs> a piss That's a classic fart. Aussie saying. Oh, no, no. But then I think around. about yeah. what what is it? But then yeah. you think about a piss fart, and it is actually one of the most um, pleasurable things you can do. <laughs> so whilst you're having a time. piss and you yeah. fart at the same time, it's like a total release of everything mm, down there. You do, and that does happen, I suppose. You're right. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like you know, when you're at the urinal in the pub or something, you just hear someone dropping oh. their guts, and they just go. Well, what makes it what makes it shit. bad is it just and what makes it is that just like the ultimate like letting go like you're having a pierce and you're just letting yeah but I mean, it's in too relaxed or something and don't yeah. pierce, it's in the know, context of messing around right yeah or piss farting yeah. you know like stop stuffing around get just get it done yeah like, stop yeah. piss farting so around taking but, the piss yeah well, that's that that happens mm. you know I'm not I'm not wasting time on there just a yeah. uh, natural occurrence so like, that's like one it? of those sayings that you're saying has derived from somewhere but where did it derive yeah, from and yeah and where did it come from yeah. well, it's like taking the piss what does that really mean what you're taking the piss yeah what's is taking the piss seen as being lazy or what taking up piss taking the so piss so you're taking yeah. the piss yeah what, what does that actually you're mean taking, where, where does it come taking from a no. pi- <laughs> take, you're taking the piss from me yeah yeah that's yeah. another one am I taking the urine out of your body yeah yeah <laughs> I'm always amazed that when someone says, oh, I'm just going for a quick piss. Oh, yeah. Like, what is a quick piss? It's yeah, not going to take your time. Yeah. yeah. You're not going to cut it off halfway or a quarter of the way and make it a quick one. You're going to have a piss. Just go for a piss. It doesn't have to be a quick piss. Yeah. Aussies are very good at making up a lot of uh, yeah. slangs and sayings. And yes. You have to be one of the 
and society's up there with the most slang, I reckon. Yeah. So yeah. like, we, we could do one of like, you know, where do these sayings come from? Like, you know, fair Aussie income. Slang. Where'd fair income come from? Just you know? be fair income, mate. Dinkum. Dinkum. Oh. Speaking of a piss. Yeah, a piss. Make it a quick one, mate. Yeah. Yeah, a quick piss, yeah. Well, we should finish off, mate, and you can yeah. make it a quick one, a yeah. long one. We have been pissed farting around a bit, so let's uh, yeah. finish it off there. It's been a pretty eclectic uh, 50th. Yeah, congratulations yeah. on the big 50, boys. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Get your air guitars ready. Maybe we can have a bit of yeah. over the top of it. Uh, 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 All right. Yeah, it's just good, good to stuff. catch up with you boys on a regular basis. Yeah. We like, I like chatting, catching up, taking the piss. Yeah. yeah. Taking the, the piss. Fat. Just fat. farting around. Yeah. Just farting around. We'll just be fair income most of the time and uh, yeah. get on yeah. with it. Bonza. Bonza. Work <laughs> 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 See you boys. Yeah.